Welcome to the Dissertation with Mercy. I am so stoked you found your way here. I am Mercy Goodson, a PhD student of Alabama A&M. I will be receiving my degree in Applied Physics with a concentration in Material Science. I know that sounds like a lot, but I'll explain it to you all if you're interested. I'm a black girl from Louisville, Kentucky, and I decided to embark on this podcast journey simply because we're not generating enough conversation. We like to discuss things that don't really matter in the grand scheme of things, and I would just like to expand the conversation, expand the audience, and expand the speakers. While I hope you enjoy listening to and learning from this podcast, I do not claim to be an expert on anything that we discuss. So just like church, don't just listen to the pastor, go ahead and do your own research. And we're back. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Dissertation with Mercy. We took a week off last week because honestly, my mental space just could not take, it could not take it. And we're talking about candidacy again, right? Okay, this is probably the second to last time that we will have to discuss candidacy because I just took the test on Monday and Tuesday and I am, Jinx knock on wood, I don't have any wood near me, um, but I am knocking on my metaphorical wood right here but um I'm confident that I passed I never want to take it again I honestly I'm getting to the point where I never want to take a test ever again but I know that's not life and if you stop learning then you are dead so tests are inevitable we have tests every day so um yeah I just couldn't do it mentally I was studying so much like I don't, like, I've, I've said this before, and my mom, she said she didn't even realize that I had test anxiety, and I don't think I've always had it. I think this is just something I recently developed in probably the master's program. No, probably taking my exit exam for undergrad, just because these, like, you know, finals are already comprehensive sometimes, and they are so conclusive or inclusive, and they have everything that you've learned and discussed over the semester. It's like that times multiple semesters so like everything that you've learned through your whole master's program everything that you've learned through your whole phd program and i'm just like goodness gracious like we learned all of this in class we took tests in class we took finals in class and y'all want to keep testing us over the same stuff like oh my gosh it's not even in my head anymore like i'm one of those people who i have to clear space out of my brain so honestly sometimes when i take a test after that test is done that information is gone i'm glad that's done (laughs) I don't even know what to do with myself. I'm literally resting right now, resting my brain so that I can really start hitting the pavement, working on my dissertation, the actual writing for my PhD, and getting some publications because publications are super important in a PhD program, like in a science field. So, and I have none, which is something that I've always been kind of sad about, (laughs) but, um, One of my colleagues just gave me some information about it, and it's not as taxing as I thought it was going to be. So hopefully I can push a couple out this semester and definitely before I graduate next semester. Also, another thing in the update of my life, my birthday is on Monday. Yay, insert clapping. Still haven't figured out how to do that, so let's imagine that. And another update on my plants. They're doing great. They're thriving. I haven't killed anybody. Um, They're looking good. Actually, let me change that. Uh, my basil plant, which she's been looking kind of eh lately anyways. I've had her since 
since the top of the year almost. Um, and she's not dead, but it just doesn't look like something that I would eat. And I've never even, I just didn't really take care of my basil. Like it was a plant to be eaten. I was just handling it like it was an aloe or a succulent and it was just supposed to keep growing. So I never like trimmed anything off of it. So I think I'm just going to restart my basil plant. Um, not restart from seeds because I don't have that much patience yet. But like far- Trader Joe's, I was about to say Farmer Joe's. Trader Joe's has some basil plants. They have a lot actually if you're into plants or beginning to be into plants. Check out Trader Joe's. They have some pretty good stuff. I got some eucalyptus leaves from there for my shower. And they smell great. Also. Let's amend a couple things from the last episode. The last episode was Boundaries 2. So the little things that say we are eternally grateful, they actually said to Mr. Potato Head, not the claw. But I don't think I want to be, I don't think I want to be known as a Mr. Potato Head. So let's just cut that whole thing and I'll just come back with something else for you guys to uh, refer to me as. But I still want the eternally grateful part. Let's just, I just don't want to be Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> Even though I took a break from recording my podcast, I did not take a break from like actually working on my brand and everything. So I hired somebody to work on something for me. I don't want to say what this thing is because I still have not received the thing. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah, so I had somebody working on something for me. And before I even hired this person, I was speaking to someone and they were suggesting that I just do it through an app. And I was like, nah, I want to hire this particular person because I knew who they were or I knew of them. Um, They're black and, you know, we always want to support black businesses, right? So I'm just tell you all my story, my experience. So it was like, I think I may have hit them up like on a Monday, right? So I'm like, hey, this is what I need. What are your prices? Blah, 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 host bill. So I had to pay them through Cash App. I don't personally have Cash App. So I have to go through somebody to send them the money and then they have to put it on Cash App or whatever. So by the time all of that happened, it was the next day and then I got them all the information that they needed. So I'm like, okay, what's your ETA? Like, when are you going to be done? Oh, tomorrow by three. Cool. So because it was my fault that I sent everything late, I didn't reach out to them the next day by three. I just let it rock, right? So then now it's like maybe 48, almost 72 hours later, and I hadn't heard anything. So I'm like, hey, you know, what's up? And they're like, oh, I'm doing this, like doing the last part of it, all right? And I'm like, okay. So an hour and a half later, I received the product. But at this point, after a certain time at night, like I don't, I'm not interested in the conversation. I'm just chilling mentally because my brain has been going all day. So, so like the next day I respond to the um, corrections. It was also like nine o'clock and I don't think those are business hours. So at any rate, the next day I responded to the corrections and this was Friday at like in the morning time. So I hope, I hope this, <laughs> I hope this story isn't as long as it feels like it is to me. I'm trying to get through it so I can get to the point. But um, didn't hear from them Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I text them again, like, "Hey, I'm what's up? Are we done? Like, has our business concluded?" No response, right? So Tuesday, Wednesday, still no response. Now Cash App does refund you for your money. So I had the person I sent the Cash App with set for a refund. 
So then we go, this is on Thursday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, still hadn't heard nothing from this person. So then Monday I get a, hey, I've been out of town, haven't had service. Being that I'm a female, you know, we females, we're a different type. So before they even responded to the message a week and a half, two weeks later, I've already seen on Instagram that you liking people's stuff, you know, that you're active on Instagram and you're going to be able to send a message. Even if you have an iMessage, you'll you'll be able to send a text message before you'll be able to be on Instagram scrolling if you don't have service. And we all know that. That hurts me because like one, I, I needed it and you know, I had a deadline. And then two, like just the fact that, you know, you try to be loyal to things and certain people. And it's just like, I, I could have went somewhere else, but you know, I'm trying to put my friends on trying to, cause if, if, if everything would have worked out, then that would have been somebody that I keep going back to for other things. Or if somebody reached out to me, like, Hey, you know, I'm looking for somebody who does this. Do you know someone? Like, it would have just been, you know, in circulation. But, like, dang, you can't even respond to a message at all. And it's like, at that point, you still have to have something other than good intentions in order for me to, you know, stay loyal. Or if you know, if you don't serve a purpose and you just wish me well, that's not that's not anything for me to continue to to be loyal to. And I hope that doesn't sound like negative or, you know, like I mean that as in in a sense of if you can't do anything for me, then I don't need you. I don't mean it like that. I just mean that. But like I have friends who are entrepreneurs and because they're my friends and because I'm loyal to my friends and their businesses and I support them, you know, I'm always going to put them on like even if I don't particularly shop for that product or that service, I'm still going to put them on. I'm still going to support. But it's something strange that it's always like every time I try to, it's always I don't have a good experience. And I feel like because I don't end up having a good experience, I can't I can't lie to the people. <laughs> and... In my mind, I'm not like I'm not the type of person to ask for a discount. If you're my friend and I'm supporting you, like I'm gonna support you, I'm gonna pay your price. And if it's a tip service, like I'll tip. I don't expect I'm not as critical of my friends or people that I know of doing a particular project because I expect for them to take care of me because we're friends, you know? And not even that, just because I expect people to take care of their customers, period, point blank. Like friends are not friends. But it's like if I'm not paying close attention or if I'm not hawking my quote-unquote friend who's doing this service for me, then I end up not happy with the service. Or it's like in their mind, they're like, oh, she's my friend, so I can take a little bit longer and not communicate. I don't have to pay as close attention to detail on this if I don't want to because she'll be okay. She's my friend. And that's not okay. Like, that's not something that I can commit to being loyal to. And so I just think that for me, it's best not to mix business and friendship. And like, if my friends do have a particular business, I will support them and I will promote them and I will continue to be blind (laughs) to the experience and not necessarily experience it for myself because 
or maybe I don't know. Because then even how do you have that conversation about that expectation in the beginning? I guess if we're friends, then it shouldn't be a problem. But, you know, we assume a lot of things. And one of those agreements is to not assume. So, yeah, but um, I said all that to say, like, we have got to do better. Black people expect black people to support them because they're black businesses. When at the end of the day, we want to, we try to. I have to literally work harder to find you. Black people are doing their thing. The entrepreneurship is going nuts. And it's okay. Like, that's great. I'm not complaining about having to find you because I'm looking for you. Like, I'm on Instagram searching if I need a service or anything. Like, I'm looking for a black person that provides it initially. Like, that's the first That's the first thing I'm doing. But then, you know, after that, everything is, everything is more expensive. I'm not sure if it's because it's a small business thing, but everything is more expensive. Then on top of that, it's always... It's always something like if I if I were to create a business, my my mind, the way my mind works, my goal set would be or would it include providing a service that cancels out all the shit that annoys me about shopping, like the lack of communication. Like I tend to over communicate just because I don't like the lack of communication, like over communicate. (laughs) I mean, that's almost that's the most important part because anything that happens anything that goes or deviates from our initial conversation or whatever our agreement was needs to be communicated whether it's whether we're gonna be five minutes late or whether it's hey um I'm not gonna be able to do this so I'm gonna go ahead and deduct this from your price or you know something but like last year I had somebody or not last year but for one of my graduations I had somebody dye a wig that I was wearing they took the wig to Atlanta and had no way to come back from Atlanta and wanted me to pay up front for the wig like and I was cool with paying a deposit I suggested a deposit I was like I can pay you half now because I didn't give you any money up front I can pay you a deposit so I can pay you half now and then I'll pay the other half when I get my hair and like she was livid like that was just that was completely asinine. That was a dumb suggestion. Like, I was dumb for saying that. And I felt like that actually made a lot of sense. And that was actually a professional suggestion. But you suggested me to pay completely so that you can get back from Atlanta. That's not That's not on me. And as far as I'm concerned, you didn't even completely do what I asked you to do. So it's like we expect the loyalty from people. And then, like, if I, if I go and have somebody else do my hair or – if I'm trying to make an appointment with you for the longest and because we're friends, you keep pushing me off. If it's something that I want done, I'm going to go find somebody who's going to do it. Somebody who wants my money. And being loyal, like it has to make sense. Like it has to serve a purpose. It has to be more than just good intentions. Because I mean, people are saying apologetic messages all day. And that's fine. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I still don't have what I need, and that does not serve me. That doesn't, (laughs) that don't make sense. So I don't mean it as a, I do this expecting for you to be able to do this, but it has to make sense. Like reciprocity, it has to make sense. Like everything is transactional. No matter how we want to slice it or dice it, everything is transactional. 
the same bank that I bank with or have my accounts with is the same bank that I had my car loan through. So when I went to go get a new car, they were like, oh, who do you have your car loan through? And I, t- I explained it to them. And they were like, okay. So, and I, at first I was like, I still kind of want to stay with them. And they were like, why? And I was like, I mean, because I already have all my accounts there and I have my current car loan there. And they were like, but there are other banks that will give you a better interest rate. So why are you staying loyal to, like, why would you stay loyal to a bank? And they don't even care about your money. And I was like, hmm, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I guess it does make sense if there's a better rate over here. Why would I stay loyal to this particular bank when they really don't even care about me? I was watching something on TV and they were talking about um, it was Taraji, Terrence Howard and the other black girl that was in. Oh, what's that movie called? It's right on the tip of Hustle and Flow. And after they did that movie, you know, Taraji and Terrence, they they started growing. That's when they started getting big and they dropped their managers, I think. And got better managers who were able to, you know, keep up with them and keep up with the type of publicity and the type of, you know, jobs and money that they were starting to bring in. Whereas the other female, she didn't. She stayed with her same manager. And that chick, I mean, she still acts and everything, but she's not as big as Terrence and Taraji are now. You know, they're pretty decent. Like, <laughs> they're hella decent right now. So um, just things like that. Like, if it doesn't, if it's not growing with you. Like, then you have to, at some point, you got to get rid of it. Some things are in your life for a season. And some, actually, a lot of the times we start blocking a lot of our other blessings or we start blocking a lot of our other um, energy that we can bring towards ourselves when we're holding on to that old negative past energy because it'll just start blocking it. There's a theory with electrons. Our electrons are relaxed when they're not excited, right? But when they are excited, they excite to a higher electron level. Now, if they don't experience any excitation, like if your surroundings or whatever you're loyal to doesn't give you any excitation, if it doesn't uplift you or take you to the higher level, then eventually you're just going to relax back to your ground state, which is what electrons do. They start in the ground state, then they get excited to a higher energy level, depending on how much excitation they receive. So then once you're no longer excited, once you're no longer stimulated, (laughs) once you're no longer stimulated, then eventually you'll just relax back down to that ground state level. And that's just like us around people. Like if those people that are around you or whatever external forces are around you, if they're not exciting you, if they're not uplifting you, if they're not vibrating at high frequencies, then eventually they're going to bring you back down (laughs) to those same negative low frequencies that you're trying to get away from and honestly sometimes when you make a positive change in your life it takes a while to realize that you made the right choice or you made the right decision so at that point just be patient don't try to overthink anything just know that you deserve great things and that great things are coming your way honestly we are tired like every everybody's tired Like we're working our regular jobs, working on ourselves, working out, working on our personal brands, working on uh, personal businesses, working on friendships, working on relationships, while simultaneously working on our own personal goals and whatever that is. We cannot continue to pour from our cups when we're not being replenished. So it's not giving with expecting something in return. It's just reciprocity, which is different to me. It's not the same thing. Um, it's like knowing you're going to have my back and knowing that taking care of me in turn helps to take care of you. 
there's this um I think the movie I think the movie's called Little Shop of Horrors. And there's this part where they're like, feed me, Seymour. It's this big old uh plant that eats people, I think. <laughs> I gotta ask my mom. All right. There's two there's two quotes that I saw that um resonated with me on this particular topic. And it was just the first one says, let go of relationships that do not serve you. That means negative people, dishonest people, people who don't respect you, people who are overly critical in relationships that prevent you from growing. You can't grow as a person if you don't have people in your life who want to grow with you. Then there's one more. And this one, before I even read this one, I I spoke on a business. I spoke on um, just personal relationships, but it's also being loyal to emotions. Like even emotions towards certain people. So you know how people say forgiveness is for you. Like honestly, it is because you know your body, your body doesn't know every time that you feel something that it's just a feeling that you're not going through it. So those chemical reactions that happen in your body when you experience a situation the first time, every time that you think about it, or every time you really relive that situation your body and those chemical responses are happening every time in your body. So it's like every time you think about a specific person or every time you smell a scent and you think about somebody, like your chemical reactions are happening as if that person is there if you're just smelling that scent. Like it's it's the mind-body connection is that great. So letting go of emotions, letting go of people, letting go of mentalities, letting go of these agreements that you agreed to growing up just because your mama told your mama your grandma told me, your grandma told your mama told your sister told your cousin, just because everybody just was telling everybody that's just what you were supposed to do. Like a lot of the times, some of those agreements don't work for us anymore. They, like I said before, they didn't work for them. And if you really get down to the nitty gritty of the situation, sometimes we don't, your parents don't even know why they taught you what they taught you. It's just somebody else taught them that. So they just thought that's what, that's what it was. Like even stuff like, you know, driving in the car with the uh, with the car light on. I don't know what that light's called, but, you know, the light is at the top of the car. And if you leave it on, you're better in my dad. That light, interior light, mm-hmm, let's go with that. That driving with that light on is illegal. It's not illegal. But growing up, that's what my mama told me. So I'm sure, because a lot of us had the same childhood, it sounds like, on social media. So I'm sure somebody else grew up thinking that it was illegal. And then, you know, if you never found out that it was not illegal, you would grow up and you would have kids and you would teach your kids that it's illegal. So just that sounds simple, but there's a lot of agreements that we agree to that work just like that. Like somebody told you this and nobody did any research investigation. They're just like, oh, okay, well, that sounds good. And then just kept teaching the next person. So this next quote says, release and detach from every person, every circumstance, every condition, every situation that no longer serves a divine purpose in your life. All things have a season and all seasons must come to an end. Choose a new season filled with purposeful thoughts and activities. Seasons change, people come and go. And it's crazy that we think of like relationships like that, like romantic relationships but it's really just anything and I mean some people don't even think of romantic relationships like that like you know put any more fish in the sea or like girls are like buses mix one next 15 one coming y'all remember that song yeah life is literally like a game 
Like you play these levels and on that level, you're supposed to collect all these coins, all these jewels, all these little gems, like, you know, whatever game you play where you have a mission. And if you don't reach that mission or if you don't uh, reach that mission, if you don't reach that goal, if you don't accomplish that mission, if you don't collect everything that you're supposed to collect on that level, then you're going to have to play that same level again until you beat that level and then you move on to the next level. And it's like every time you play that same level again, you start getting irritated and you're like, why do I keep experiencing the same thing? Like, why do I keep attracting the same type of people? Why do I keep having the same outcomes, the same, you know, and you just never really change anything about your life. You never really look at all the energies that you have around you, the energy that you're emitting. You never look at anything. It's just like, if you don't really, that's, the definition of insanity if you don't change anything and you just expect a different outcome and it's like sometimes people work harder to overcompensate or not last week I said you can't work harder to overcome oh so last week was not boundaries too last week was imposter syndrome as I mentioned that earlier so if I said that or if you noticed I said that earlier I'm amending that I amend a lot it's okay we all make mistakes but um, <laughs> like me securing the job, me going harder to make myself better in a specific category, unless it's dealing with me specifically on the inside and how I feel about myself is not going to make me overcome imposter syndrome. It's not going to help me overcome imposter syndrome. I mentioned a newfound job or a newfound success or a path of success cannot change how I feel about me. I mean, I, I guess it can make people feel better in um on the outside looking in, but if you still have that same little situation or you still have that same little voice and you never deal with what's really going on the inside, it doesn't really matter too much what you change on the outside because that little that little voice or that little black hole or whatever is going to just keep calling out to you until you literally deal with what you got going on. And I also feel like there is a soulmate for each level that you play. So if you never get off that particular level, you never learn all the lessons that you're supposed to learn, then there's a soulmate for you on that level. And then if you keep growing and your soulmate does not keep growing, then you will surpass to the next level. And then y'all could potentially outgrow each other because you outgrew them. And I just think that's life. And soulmates are not only romantic. They could be platonic friendships as well. And that's another topic for another day. So let's go ahead and get into these lab letters. What is it that motivates you to finish what you need to do when you don't have it in you? And what is my routine? Loaded question. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I just saying that. But um, what is it that motivates you to finish what you need to do when you don't have it in you? Um, probably deadlines. And because I am, I have it because I have imposter syndrome, it's probably the fear of failure. Because, you know, um, I'm trying to say it so it doesn't sound like a brag, but coming as far as I have come, people are expecting me to to continue. People are expecting a lot from me, even to the point where, like, they're literally counting my pockets and I have not graduated. And I think that is so odd. I think that's so disrespectful. I think that's so weird. But um, the fear of failure, probably, and deadlines, because I know that... I have stuff that I got to get done. And I do take lazy days, like, <laughs> where I just am not in the mood to do anything. But then sometimes that imposter syndrome will kick in where I'm studying 12 to 14 hours a day, sleeping on my couch. 
so that I can wake up <laughs> in the middle of the night and study like I was doing all last week, last week and a half. I think I slept on my couch. Um, yeah. So my, what is my routine? My routine is different now than what it was before candidacy. And I hope that it's going to go back. But uh, like my daily routine, I guess I'd wake up at like 3.30. I go to the gym, but like 4.30, work out, come home, work by like 6.30. Get off work at 2.30. Um, I'll have lab stuff to do. So I'll go to campus. Or if I don't have to go to campus to do lab stuff, then I'll do some literature review or something. And I have advanced quantum on Mondays and Wednesdays at 3. And after that, I'm working on my brand or working on something that I have to <laughs> that I have to get done. And then I'm trying to get back in the bed by... 8 p.m. to do it all again the next day. So, yeah, that's my routine. I hope that's what you're asking me. And then the second question, what is the most fun you've had getting your PhD? Or is everything all work all the time? During my PhD, it's been kind of different because we've been in COVID mode. So, I mean, I've had fun moments. I guess when I was back home for a long time that was fun it's not I mean I have a few friends and we'll do stuff like on the weekends I'm trying to think because I don't think I can't think of anything grand that I've done but I do have fun like I'm not like a boring lame person so it's not all work all the time I think I have a pretty decent work-life balance I think that other people may not think that but I think that and that's all that matters right Right, because this is my podcast and this is my life, and I can do that because that's my business. And that's all I have for y'all tonight. Y'all have a good night, y'all be blessed, and I will talk to y'all next week. Namaste. If you have not already, I need two favors from you all one, go and check out my latest episodes, and two, share this podcast with a friend. I'm going to attempt really hard to keep these episodes coming weekly, but in the meantime and between time, let's keep the conversation going. Y'all follow me on IG at Mercy Mercy, M-E-R-C-Y-M-E-R-S-Y, and the hashtag is hashtag the dissertation with Mercy. Don't forget to send your questions to Dr. Mercy Mercy spelled the same way at gmail.com, or of course you can also DM me on IG. We are finally, finally, finally on Apple Music. So those of you who have Apple Music, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And for others, just turn on your post notifications so that you'll be aware when I upload. Talk to you next week. Namaste.